there's just enough chill in the air, some dust, and some diesel exhaust, but I love it because it means it's harvest time. The bins are all cleaned out, or at least they should be. The service techs are all highly caffeinated, and it's time to get to it. And we're coming along for the ride. Welcome to the Harvest Trail Podcast, where we're going to meet up with the heroes of the harvest and tell their stories in hopes that when we're done, we're all a little smarter. And now to the show. All right, welcome back to the Harvest Trail Podcast. We are joined by my good friend, Brian Manzer, Manzer Equipment, Osmond, Nebraska. Brian, you're driving right now. Where are you headed to? Oh, just heading to see a customer. Yeah, yeah. Good things, I hope. Oh, yes. It's always good things. Very much so. (laughs) Even if it's to bring them apart, it's always a good thing. Oh, yes. So how's how's harvest proceeding where you're at? Everything going off uh, without a hitch for the most part? Uh, yes, uh, harvest has been going well. Um, guys are getting done quicker than normal. Um, been noticing that things are just a little bit under what they usually are, a little dirtier, a little drier this year, but otherwise harvest has been going very well. We've been staying on top of, uh, helping customers, keeping them going and, and, uh, they're getting wrapped up because of that. So now that dust poses, uh, a couple of challenges, for operating the combine, as well as just continuously running without even taking a day of downtime out of 20. What uh, what challenge does that pose for the dealership? Oh, just, you know, uh, you know, dust and dirt is always hard on things. You know, it wears things down. Um, there are some challenges, but, uh, but nothing you guys can't manage. Nope, nope, nothing that we can't manage. Yeah, like I was saying, just uh, makes things a little, it makes things harder on equipment. You know, um, trying to get that clean grain sample, we gotta put a little bit more air to it sometimes to get her clean off and everything. But nothing that we can't handle um, with our combines out in the field. So now, are we seeing pretty standard fare? What are we seeing for the difference of crops? Do you guys get a lot of high moisture crops up there? Uh, we do. Um, yes, we have quite a bit of high moisture corn get taken out every year to feed cattle um that's pretty much all the way done by now um now guys are getting back to the uh typical moisture um dry land um, and stuff like that but like i was saying you know everything has just been affected because we've had a very very dry summer and year overall um so you know the 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 seed or the, not the seeds excuse me um, the crop is a little bit smaller, um, and stuff like that. So settings were, were changed a little bit from previous years where rain was ample. Um, but other than that, you know, um, just or take her to a co-op. So, yeah. Now you guys support a, a wide array of farmers. And so in that, uh, in that cattle business, you're all, I mean, or in that, uh, you know, cattle territory, you're absolutely going to be taking care of the farmers pulling the feed out, but then it's also making sure that the uh, that the ranchers are well supplied with equipment. That uh, that business never seems to slow down, does it? Uh, no, it doesn't. Um, we got some ranchers out west, and a lot of them bring them back to the feedlots and everything. Um, to feed them out during the winter and everything like that. A lot of fat cattle around our area. Yeah, well, and it's you know it's only been a few years that you guys have added. Uh, the Fent tractor, which is which is great in pretty much every application, but particularly uh, capable in animal operations. Why do you think it is that uh, people that uh, take take care of animals have livestock 
love that Fin Tractor so much? Well, uh, Fin Tractors, they, they perform greatly um, in manure applications. Um, and then also, you know, even in row crop applications, we're starting to see more and more uh, uh, farms uh, take them on for planters, grain carts, stuff like that. Um, I would say probably the biggest thing that the Fent Tractor um, brings to the game is their uh, low engine speed, high torque concept. Um, we're able to do way more um, than any other brand out there and put more power to the ground um, and burning less fuel. Um, so that's bringing um, many, many farms to the table. Uh, I want to be able to save fuel, um, especially when uh, input costs and fuel costs have risen in the past year. Um, that's really where that fed tractor um, seems to shine, um, and uh, it does a great, great, great thing for our customers in the field. I remember spending some time out your way and watching a, uh, a custom manure crew pulling you know, very full tankers right up a slick hill, and the guys I was sitting with, like they, they said, you'll never, you'll never do that in another tractor, and uh, and th- and this crew was sold. I mean, they were they were absolutely sold that they could apply not only the power but the traction to the ground, and uh, and and move that thing around. And not only that, is go down the road with it with the braking systems and the suspension systems and feel safe. Yep, T- tremendous vehicle or tremendous tractor. Exactly right. I actually just delivered a brand new Fent tractor to a customer yesterday. Uh, he was putting her right in the field on a slurry tank. Um, he's a very large cattle feeder, and he needed to put some of that slurry on his ground so he could uh, uh, get the same uh, bushel corn that he's been getting year by year um, um, through his nutrient package and everything like that. So they do a phenomenal job um, in the manure business. Well, and, and these days, with what nutrients are costing, more and more folks that they have access to manure, that may be a bigger deal, wouldn't you say? Yes, I would say that. Yeah, with inputs going up, um, it is definitely definitely a thing guys are uh, looking to go back to, either with slurry or manure. Um, and yes, it, it can be- benefit the crop greatly um, for the years to follow. Something to think about for growers who have access to manure and are looking to purchase the next tractor they better be, uh, be better have a tractor up to the task. Now, tractors aren't the only thing that you have new. You've got some new planters out this year. Uh, the momentum planters, we've, we've, we've heard so much of the fanfare surrounding those. Have you got a couple of farmers starting those up this past year? And, and now have you got a chance to see results? Yep, yep. So this year we have uh, some new Massey Ferguson, or we had some new Massey Ferguson planters out this year, um, all equipped with precision planting technology. Um, they've been doing great, um, providing uh, farmers the ability to singulate, place that seed where it is in need of uh, proper placement to get the best outcome um, when looking at, you know, uh, stock structure, um, stuff like that, and yield. When we talk tractors and planters, but we cannot talk Manzer and not talk combines. You are one of the oldest and most famous gleaner combine dealers there is in the country, how, uh, I don't even want to guess how many gleaners you got out there running, but it's it's not a small number. Yes, we have quite a few gleaners out there. Um, <clears throat> quite a few of them we added this year, too. Um, got some new gleaners out this fall. They've been performing well. Um, biggest thing is uh, I need a couple more. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of interest in the gleaner combine. Um, guys are wanting to, to minimize footprint, save fuel, um, just like they do on the tractor side. Um, that gleaner combine uh, is unmatched by no other when it comes to that. 
Um, we've had a great fall uh, with the new combines out there and even the older uh, uh, combines out there, too. Um, this year, actually, we actually got a new Fent Ideal combine out, too. Um, having a lot of success with that. Customer is very, very happy um, with the performance and the ability of that machine. Um, and overall, this fall has just been great for combines. That's excellent. Now, now, one thing that continues to come up with, with so much of the, the, the world that supports farming is the need for skilled technicians. Working on a tractor is not just turning a wrench anymore. It takes a lot, and that's a hard workforce to find. Can you tell us a little bit about the challenges finding that and the rewards for the people who do decide to pursue that as a career? Yeah, of course. Uh, so like you said, um, it is a must in our industry to have uh, trained and certified technicians. Um, it has been a little bit more difficult in the past year or so, um, finding them and finding younger ones that want the ability to come to a dealership like ours and the ability to grow. Um, and that is something that we're working very hard on, um, getting getting young, young people to understand that exactly like you said, it's no longer just turning wrenches. Um, it is problem solving. Um, it's a lot of technology, software, um, you name it. Um, and, and we are working very hard to make uh, the young population or young generation uh, realize that not only will you be working on, you know, older tractors, but, but you'll be getting to work on some of the some of the newest high technology uh, machines in the world. Um, and that is Massey Ferguson and Fent. Um, and they do a great, great job um, in bringing those younger generations in. We actually have had uh, one or two uh, new technicians to our staff this year, um, and they are very, very excited and willing to learn about this new technology coming on farm equipment. And, and you help them, too. I mean, it's a, uh, it's a world-class education that training that they get through, uh, through some of the programs that you put them through. Tell us a little bit about... Uh, about the successes of folks from your shop that have gone through some of these training programs? Yes. So, uh, so through our dealership, we send technicians to school, um, get them certified um, and trained on some of the new leading-edge leading edge technology and farm equipment. Um, we've had a lot of success. I would say all of our technicians are master certified um, in one aspect of our business or the other. Um, one thing that we're specifically getting into now um, would be on the, you know, the uh, uh, combine um, and stuff like that, the gleaner and the ideal combine, um, especially with the new ideal out. Uh, we have been sending our, our techs essentially to school to learn and to know everything possible about that machine as we enter the field with those machines this fall. Well, we know the fundamentals from this harvest look to be pretty good. We, we know that some pockets, because of the lack of moisture, didn't hit the yields that they wanted. But a lot of folks, most folks, will come out quite pro- profitable. And once they add it all up, they're going to be looking for something to buy. A bit of a seller's market, though, Brian. Wouldn't you say the, the supply of equipment is lower than we've seen before? And there's a lot of people that want to get their hands on it. Tell us about uh, the upcoming equipment market as we close out the year. Yes, I do agree with you. Um, equipment is getting harder and harder to get. Um, for example, getting combines this fall was a very difficult task um, for our dealership, but luckily we were able to get the ones that needed their combines in time for harvest. Um, I do see that being an issue going forward, um, but that is one thing that as a dealer and as a company, Agco is trying to get ahead of 
um, in order to get customers their machines that they need for their operation, for their livelihood, essentially. Um, with that being said, um, new stuff, pretty much when it comes in, it, it moves or it goes to its new home. Um, the used market um, is very, very high right now, but it, uh, it is also um, something that I do not have at my dealership. I don't have many used machines out there. Um, I think I have one combine left and two or three tractors right now in my used department. Um, so I'm, I'm hurting in that department. Um, every time we get something new in, it's like a breath of fresh air. Um, and I just can't wait to get get everything that I got coming on orders. So. so your recommendation for growers who want to change something next year, I, I would assume first off you're saying they better raise their hand now and let you know. But then also on top of that, what are the what are the game changers that you can put on their farms you know, as as we can see them get delivered that will really make a difference in their either the yield that they get out of the field or the experience putting the crop in or taking it out? Yes, I definitely agree. Um, if someone is needing to replace something next year, they better be thinking about it now. Um, some equipment can go anywhere from eight to twelve to fourteen months before it shows up. Um, especially on the larger side of ag. Um, some things that I think customers could really, really um, benefit from on their farm would be planter upgrades. Um, like I said before, our planters that we've been getting out with this precision planting technology is another way for customers to maximize their potential of their farm, of that seed, essentially. Um, planters are definitely a, a very, very good uh, uh, place to look into. Another thing would be, like I was saying, um, on the tractor side, fuel cost has went up in the last uh, 12 to 16 months. Um, it's stagnate now, but you never know when it could keep going up. That is something to really think about, um, um, especially going forward. We'd want to um, get into a tractor like a bent that saves fuel and puts maximum torque to the ground. You know, for these farmers that are going to be holding on to their equipment, maybe a little bit longer than they're used to and, and, and possibly going beyond the warranty that they that they often rely upon. There's some strategies to to not only keep the equipment in good repair, but to take it to the next level. Some of these uh, some of the planters, some of the combines are upgradable with different things. What uh, what sort of goodies do you have for them in the shop if they get their place in line just after harvest for you to get them ready for next year? For sure. Definitely one thing that I really will stress, and I know our dealership has done a good job of stressing, um, is PM360. Um, get your combines in, um, get them slated with us. Um, last thing we want to do um, is have you late for harvest because we're still working on your combine. Um, it's good to do scheduled maintenance to get them in um, at hours where our, our need of replacing major, major items on that machine. Um, like I'm saying, Combines are a big, big stress of mine. Um, we want to get them in. We want to get them through the shop so that you're ready for harvest. Um, with the fence side, um, that three-year Gold Star warranty, nothing really can match that. Scheduled maintenance and full warranty for three years. Um, our fence machines that we've had out for the last three years, um, they have been performing great, and, it, and I truly believe it is because we are staying on top of those maintenances so we're staying on top of inspections, uh, making sure if there's anything that we see could potentially be a problem, we get it fixed when we're out at that customer's farm or when that tractor is at our dealership. Yeah, you know, a manufacturer doesn't put a three-year warranty on a product that they don't have confidence in. That in itself is an endorsement of how well that product's made. 
Yep. Well, as we come to the conclusion here, I want to wish you and the Manzer family a wonderful, wonderful finish and a safe finish for Harvest and uh, and a wonderful, maybe not relaxing, but certainly an enjoyable time taking care of your customers as we go towards the end of the year. Manzer Equipment, Osmond, Nebraska. Make sure you stop by and take a look. Uh, Brian may have three lawnmowers and two uh, two uh, headers for you. Is that is that is that being optimistic? <laughs> with list, being with optimistic, what's left yes. on the <laughs> come by and get a riding lawnmower if that's all he's got left. Yes, but as you said, equipment could oh, be. I got it. <laughs> equipment is showing up. We are starting to see equipment. the 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 pipelines are starting to unplug, and so equipment showing up. You got to raise your hand early, though, if you uh, if you want to get early in line. Brian, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I know I did. I also hope you'll keep tuning in for more insight, discussion, and maybe a few laughs. And if you'd like to join us on the program and tell us about your harvest, just send us a message by connecting with us on social media. The Harvest Trail Podcast is a production of Agricultural Dealers United and brought to you by some of the best dealers in the business. You can find previous episodes on your favorite podcast platform or at theharvesttrailpodcast.com. The show's produced by Rich Williams, and I'm your host, Jeff Michaels. Until next time, may your bins overflow and the fuel bill stay reasonable. May the bean dust stay on the outside of the cab and the stalk stay out of the tires. And may someone else have to blow out the radiator. Have a great, safe, enjoyable, and bountiful harvest from all of your friends right here at the Harvest Trail Podcast.